0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Better Off Wed. I'm Pat and I'm Sean. We're twin brothers, musicians and DJs from the greater Philadelphia area. Pat, I'm really excited about today's episode. This one this one hits home for us. I know. Today we're going to talk about millennial party rock anthems. And what we mean by that, this playlist is a party rock playlist with songs from a bunch of different subgenres of what was happening in the late 90s and the early 2000s in rock music and into the 2010s. You can use this playlist if you want to try to get some ideas for rock anthems for your wedding, or if you're just looking to party and hang out with your friends, throw this on, hit shuffle, or start it from the beginning. And before you continue on with the episode, pause it, head down to the description for this episode, and click on the link for this playlist. Just get ready to have the nostalgia part of your brain massaged for the next however long this goes for. For those of you that haven't heard the word millennials a thousand times, we're just <laughs> going to define it as anyone born between 1980 and 1995. That sounds yeah. about right. Let's, so let's just stick it there. Anybody who's coming of age in the new millennium, and hey, Pat, I think that we might be the most millennial <laughs> millennials of any <laughs> millennium. I, th- I believe that we are and that's because we turned 13 in the freaking year 2000. Is there anything it's more coming of age than, than coming of age turning in the year 2000 <laughs> in the year 2000? I don't think so. So sit back, relax and enjoy millennial party rock anthems. Here's how we're gonna do this today. All right, lay it out for me. We're gonna do this by separating everything into six subgenres. All right, okay. six rock and roll subgenres. So we're gonna talk about pop punk, garage rock, indie rock or indie pop, electro pop rock, and then late '90s slash early 2000s radio rock. Ooh. And the last one we're gonna do, which is maybe the most recent kind of popular rock mm-hmm. thing that was happening. Is the indie folk foot stompers, neo folk, however you want to label it. I love that. That's good. And and I guess for each of these, we're we're gonna highlight one song that we think is a good character. Yeah, we're gonna do like a lightning list of a bunch of bands, but uh-huh. then we're gonna just we're gonna use one song as the big example for it. Shall we start with Let's pop dive. punk? Yes, please, please. You know that I want that. So, Pat, when we're talking about pop punk, who are we talking about? We're talking about my chemical romance. Yeah! Jimmy E. World, Paramore, Hallelujah. Green Day, Fall Out Boy, Sum 41, and of course, Blink-182. I don't think you can talk about pop punk without talking about Blink-182. The song we want to highlight for pop punk, especially a song that can be used really well for parties, and really well for weddings. We use this one all the time. Mm -hmm. It's all the small things from Blink-182. Just thinking about that song and looking back in our childhood, Mm -hmm. I think of the music video and how ridiculous it was at the time. Right, it's like a spoof on pop stars at the time. It looks like a Backstreet Boys or a Britney Spears music video. That just is a characterization of Blink-182 at that time. Right, yeah. And, And pop punk at that time. That kind of just overshadows it for me. And that song itself, we listened to so much. And that album, too. any of the state. yeah, jeez, what every song, man. Just like from front to back, such a such a great album. yeah. classic, millennial pop punk. It doesn't get any more pop punk than blink one Eight two. Well, work sucks. I know. <laughs> Dude, and that song, too. I mean, this is an overarching theme in popular music is that a lot of melodies are almost nursery rhyme like. Mm-hmm. But this song in particular, Is a nursery rhyme. Absolutely is a nursery rhyme. Like maybe the whole song is four notes, maybe five, (laughs) probably more like three mainly. And then they throw in a fourth or a fifth note sometimes. Anyway, classic. All right, that's our pop punk spot. Next on the list is Garage Rock. We could also kind of connect it with New Wave Revival. Mm Mm-hmm things that kind of have a garage rocky vibe to them but also have a little bit of like a throwback to the new wave sound. Mm-hmm. A lot of this was happening in the early 2000s specifically with bands like Jet, one, two, three. Franz Ferdinand, three, two, three, two, three. The White Stripes, one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Go. Okay, go. go. The Strokes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Out, Arctic Monkeys. And the song we wanna highlight is definitely a song that we use often Oh yeah, at parties and weddings. And this is Mr. Brightside by The Killers. And The Killers are are huge. The Killers are so big. And making great music right now too. They still make good music. And it's like, it's crazy to see how a song is able to stand the test of time Mm -hmm. so well. This song, Mr. Brightside, it's got over a billion plays on Spotify. That is wild. And for those DJs out there, and for those people who like to nerd out to some music stuff, all the small things and Mr. Brightside they work really oh, well yeah, together. Oh yeah, that's right. Wow. Well, and you can how about do them, that? Are they both in the same key? Or, uh, they're a half close step. To? They're okay. a half step apart. It doesn't really Mr. matter. Mr. Brightside because is in C sharp, I think, and all the small things is in uh, C or A minor. It, C. It almost doesn't matter because because all the small things is so simple, right? And you can just drop it in because oh, it yeah. just comes right oh, in. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. <laughs> All right, this next subgenre, Pat, it's kind of a hard one. I had trouble figuring out where some bands and artists belong, so yeah. I just made this category of indie rock slash indie pop. What does that even mean? Does it doesn't mean anything? I'm not really <laughs> sure. But anyway, I'm thinking bands like Group Love Take me to your best friend's house. and the band Fun, oh. maybe Vampire Weekend, oh. a little Arcade Fire. Lord, right? Even though you might not think that Arcade Fire and Lord kind of belong together. Yeah. And we'll never be royal. Also Matt and Kim. The the and then the artists that were featuring the song which I think is just a banger is the song Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. I think that really is a great example of that time, 2009 the song came out. Yeah. It's The end of the 2000s. We're kind of shifting into something different for the mm-hmm. future. But man, between th- this album, Lungs, and the next one, Ceremonials, she was freaking ruling it, really ruling the airwaves at that point. Run fast I remember listening to this album, too, and just like every friend that I had, it was like we were listening to it, like someone was Mm -hmm. listening to it. And this was late college for us. Right, yeah. So we were about to graduate. We were like a year away from graduating, and it was a turning point in our lives. Also, this was a huge album for that time. Such a great album and such a great song. All right, let's get to the next one. This one is quite big and bloated there's oh, so yeah. many artists that we can talk about in this this is like setting the stage for i guess what a lot of rock bands were doing is they were becoming electropop rock bands like yeah they were including electronic elements especially electronic keyboards and drum machines into their music and there's so many great artists in this there's m83 phoenix Passion Pit. It Metro Station. Shake, 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 yeah. Justice. Justice is kind of weird because, like, are they kind of like an electro rock band? I'm uh, not yeah. really sure. <laughs> Walk the Moon. This house is Fits in the Tantrums. That's kind of a newer one. I can make your hands clap. LCD sound system. Maybe one of the more popular yeah. underground ish. Hot Chip, Empire of the Sun, and then we couldn't go without featuring a song by MGMT. This is the song Kids. It's crazy to think about all these bands too, because some of them are bands and then some of them are one or two people who are creating electro rock music. Yeah, it's cool. So you have this like turn into that being a thing, like just having one or two people creating music. I mean, you could put Sleigh Bells in there. Oh, I forgot about like, Sleigh Bells. What a I great mean, band. they're a little bit heavier of an offshoot of like... Yeah, that's still that's good stuff. But that kind of idea of being able to do rock music right. with electronic music and just having a couple people. And what's fun too about this is like there's this kind of spectrum of sickeningly sweet electro pop music. Mm-hmm. And then there's artists like M83 that are... Kind of like a lineage of post rock meets this electronic kind of pop sound. So it's like these big, sweeping, ethereal, like beautiful electronic songs versus something sickeningly sweet like A Walk the Moon or like Passion Pit, right? You know what's funny about this too is that. You're saying with M83 and Phoenix, they're both from France. So there was. Oh, that's cool. There I didn't was realize that. Some European influence sure. in there as well. Absolutely. I mean, come music. on, man. There's so much of that from Europe. That's awesome. Oh, man. Phoenix. I forgot that album Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix. Yeah. One of my favorite videos from them is just in particular this band. They played in France, like around the Eiffel Tower, and they were just playing like acoustically live. And they were playing their songs and no one knew it was them. Right. And yeah. they were just like kind of walking it. by and someone was like, I think that's actually them. Right. But also you had to remember that in France, at least at that time, you could only play 50% of English or other languages in music. They had to play at least 50% French music in French. When they were on the streets? No, when they were on the radio. So this was oh, a, Fr- this was a French artist doing English, English music. Interesting and, you know, huh. being played on French radios and English radios. But anyway. Uh, somebody fact-check that. I'd like to know. I, That's fascinating. I, I'm. Yeah, we're going to fact-check that <laughs> before we do that. All right, Pat, we're going to move on. This is one of your favorite genres, I would yes, say. Absolutely. Your, your favorite sub-genres. Yes. So, Pat, tell us about the next one. The late 90s, early 2000s radio rock. This is basically guilty pleasure. This whole thing is basically guilty pleasure. <laughs> this is pleasures. like, what's the music you listened to as a little kid that you thought was really cool? And maybe you grow up and you learn it's kind of corny, or maybe you grow up and you learn... Hey, this is some pretty good shit right here. Or maybe we don't even care if it's cool. Right. Maybe, you know what? Guilty pleasures don't matter, people. If you enjoy something, just have fun with it. I mean, I listen to like nursery rhymes with my kids. <laughs> Why can't I enjoy some of my guilty pleasures? And we want to make it clear these aren't all guilty pleasure artists. It's just that some guilty pleasure songs might show up in this subgenre more than others, you know? Okay, so we're talking like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Can't stop. Smash Mouth <laughs> Hey now Wizard No doubt Cause I'm just a girl. Cake I want a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket Oasis Counting Crows Bare Naked Ladies New Radicals Foo Fighters and of course Third Eye Blind which is the song that we're going to highlight semi charm Life also just one of our favorite bands of all time Yeah smile the what we go through will stop to the rhythm that defy to you and a beat to you like the coast to the burst drop another line like a go with the curse coming like a freak show takes the stage we give them the game the place to say i want something in us get me through this send me to kind of life this is the genre that can get really really big there's so much that you oh, can yeah, yeah. you can go with just thinking with this about style. What, what like alternative radio rock mm-hmm. of the late 90s and early 2000s i mean you could go so many different ways blessed union of souls you could go like tons of different artists that are just yeah things that are slightly related to maybe some of the more grunge radio rock bands mm-hmm. or like college rock bands of the 90s you know as far as like hootie and the blowfish and R.E.M. and stuff like that. And then like there's just so many ways you can go with it. But specifically, semi Strong Life, such a great tune, so fun. This is definitely a song that you could put on if people really love this kind of vibe and just everybody singing along Mm -hmm. about whatever weird things he's talking about with his drug abuse that you (laughs) didn't know when you were a child when you were singing. But I, I remember getting that for one of our cousins. I think it was our cousin Joe. Yeah, I can't believe I can remember this. Oh wow! And going to going to the to get at the CD store, and a CD CD store. store. (laughs) It wasn't Fye. I forget where it was. And the person at the counter was like, "You know, this album talks a lot about drugs." (laughs) And I think that mom was like, not sure if it was okay to get. But I was like, "Mom, it's fine." Mom, it's a song that goes do 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 (laughs) do 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 do. Oh okay, that's That's a nice song. It's a good one. And also the timing in particular, 1997 when this came out, that just going into the 2000s because they were really popular going sure, into sure. 2000. Their self title came out in 97. Blue came out in 1999. They were at a really high point then, mm-hmm. and they influenced a lot of the music that we listen to because. Sure. Of that. There's also a lot of guilty pleasures from this this little part of the list. Oh yeah. I mean, sorry, All Star. Well. Start coming and they don't stop coming. I don't love that song, but for some reason, it's just, like, become a meme. It's come back. It's a little more popular. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, if somebody really is, like, feeling something like that, you know, throw it on. It's just fun. Just throw it on. Songs like One Week. It's been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but then... uh There's also other songs like Cake. I didn't know where to put Cake. And we use Cake a lot at weddings because they're called Cake. Yeah. Love You Madly is one that we use often. But the song Short Skirt Long Jacket is just such a great tune. Cake is such a good band. If you haven't spent time with Cake's albums, I mean, Fashion Nugget is such a great album. It just keeps on going. They're all so good. And then another song that is like such a good radio rock song is You Get What You Give from New Radicals. I just love that too. Which was their only album. Don't give up, you got a reason to live. It was their only album. Their only but album. But it's such a good tune. And that's kind of sad. It was their only album. Yeah. So, anyway, Guilty Pleasures or Not, there's so many of them. There's so many. Check some other ones out on the list there. It's all fun, it's all good. All right, let's hit our last subgenre. So, we're kind of going from the late 90s stuff that we were just talking about to maybe the most recent form on our list of popular rock music, and that's this indie folk footstomper sound, or you can call it neo-folk. I think we can call it neo-folk. These are bands that have a folk-rock thing going on that aren't country. Mm-hmm. All right? So, really more in folk and roots rock right so anything that kind of surrounds those genres into what was happening in the early 2010s and that's bands like Mumford and son I will wait, I will wait for you. of monsters and men Don't listen to a word I say. Hey! even like Vance joy now you Hozier is still going strong. George Ezra is still going strong. Maybe a little influence from these 2000s indie folk artists like Sufjan Stevens and Fleet Foxes and Decembrists. The pack, the but then you have artists that are still going. Lumineers, Head in the Heart. And Nathaniel Rateliff in The Night Sweats is awesome. Yeah. That sometimes might have a little bit of a twang to it, but Mm -hmm. you know, songs like SOB, I mean, that's just a foot stomp and love fest right there. I'm gonna cover myself with the ashes of you. Yeah. And then we couldn't talk about this subgenre without pointing out maybe one of the most influential people in the entire genre. And that's Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros with the song Home. Probably the best example, kind of a foundational song that maybe helped To push the genre forward in its early days. Yeah. And I think that for me, there's two memories from weddings that we did this. And that was a wedding of a friend. Mm -hmm. And then another one was when we first started doing weddings, this was the last song at the wedding. And I remember thinking like, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially because mostly everyone knew it. And after you hear the chorus the first time, you pretty much got it. Yep. So that memory to me just really stands out. And we've done it for our last songs, you know, a bunch of times since then, obviously, because that was five years ago. This song really highlights a song that you can use at a wedding and is within that neo-folk genre. Love it. Love it. All right. We got through that, Pat. We did. I didn't know if... That would be really difficult to do because there's so many songs floating around. But we have a playlist and it's called Millennial Party Rock Anthems. You can find the link and you can listen to a bunch of these songs. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Better Off Wed. This episode was produced and written and edited by us by us and uh, you can follow us <laughs> wait, on, wait 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 um, and the theme song was written by me <laughs> Sean Sean you get all of the credit for the theme song alright now you say your next <laughs> alright well <laughs> make sure you guys are following us on Spotify YouTube Instagram Facebook and anywhere else that you want to please share this podcast with a friend especially maybe friends that are getting married or friends that like to listen to music podcasts and they like to party and have fun. Yes, I like to do that. That's fun. Uh, so Pat, let's end let's end the episode with a guilty pleasure song. Oh, okay. All right, you get to choose it. All right. <clears throat> What's it going to be? She likes me for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just had that <laughs> stored somewhere in there. <laughs> she likes me for me. <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> Have a great day. She likes me for me. Not because I look like Tyson Beckford. With the charm of Robert Redford. Oozing out my ears. What she sees uh, my and indecisions. My insecure conditions. And the tears upon the pillow that I shed. She do not care about my big screen. My collection. Of Just never mattered much to her. Plus, she don't watch too much TV. And she don't care.